Welcome, baseball fans. It is time for the Running the Bases podcast 2018 season preview edition. I am Tucker Wells, joined as always by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, how are you doing? Good, sir. Pretty good. Pretty good. It is opening week. It is. I'm surprised you didn't say great. (laughs) Well, it hasn't happened yet. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But here we are. The season is upon us. It's time for our two-part season preview show. We'll do the American League first, and then we'll come back and do the National League. Um, Right out of the box, though, how do you feel about opening day this year? It's on a Thursday, and all the teams are going to be playing on day one. Well, you know my feelings about that. that all the teams are playing. I'm glad there's not, uh, there aren't a couple of teams playing in Korea or Australia or someplace, you right. know, and having to fly back. Uh, but I still think that opening day should be in Cincinnati. And if not just Cincinnati, then Cincinnati and Washington. Yeah. Like, or just make that the primetime game, you know? Yeah. Whatever. I, I think that's, I mean, at the if, very least. If they were playing tomorrow, it would not hurt baseball. Yeah, we're on Thursday and then let everybody start on the weekend proper. So right. So make it a holiday. I'm still in favor of making opening day a holiday. Oh, so. That I do agree with. Yeah. Hey, speaking of international games, though, you reminded me that there's going to be, I think, a, a Red Sox game in London. Oh, that's true. Maybe that's not true. this year or next yeah. year. Do you I, think that's a good move? I think it's Red Sox and Yankees, isn't it? Uh, possible. I think that's what it was. Uh, the, uh, I mean, and the idea was to give them a good game, you know, not right, right you know. <laughs> a, a a meaningful game, not right. Tampa Bay and the Mets, right? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll I'll look that up later. But Great Britain uh, represented well in the World Baseball Classic qualifier uh, back in September 2016. So, you know, good on good on MLB for looking to grow the game there. All right, we're going first to third. Let's just jump right in. The 2018 season predictions. And give me a couple of quick thoughts about spring training. Uh, spring training. Uh, watched more games this year than I normally do. Uh, I really enjoyed watching the Twins play. What an exciting team they are. You're uh, high on the Twins for this year. I am, but I mean, I, I don't think they have the depth to, you know, uh, I don't think they're going to be there in the end, but I, they're so much fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, Acuna was really a lot of fun to watch for the Braves. Oh yeah, it was must see TV. Yeah, and then in in top prospect world, uh, the Japanese Babe Ruth, not so much out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you think he'll? Even, well, we'll get to that. As per usual, we're gonna go division by division, uh, tally up the wins and losses. Your favorite part of this <laughs> this whole deal. Uh, we'll go uh, east to west, and then uh, give our awards predictions uh, and our way too early, super stupid postseason predictions so the american league east uh last year boston wins that division the yankees are one of the two wild cards and then it went tampa bay toronto baltimore how do you see the american league east in 2018 the everybody is handing the world to the Yankees right now. I mean, <laughs> I hate and it and I hate they're it. They're supposedly hitting, you know, 700 home runs, uh, you know, that everybody on their team is going to hit at least 25. Uh, and that <laughs> including the pitchers who never get to hit, uh, the, uh, I, when Stanton plays two full seasons in a row, I'll believe it. Uh, the, uh, I, I, I think Judge has been exposed a little bit. I think he's a, a great ball, ball player and great prospect. Uh, they definitely I, found a hole in that swing right. in the yeah, postseason. I would not be shocked if Sanchez ends up with the most home runs on that team. Um, there, you know, we there are still a lot of questions, and I think um, the Red Sox, uh, if getting Martinez and if Price is healthy and back, that makes them really formidable. Martinez was the perfect fit for them. I mean, you know, they they really needed somebody with some long ball punch, and he seems to have been the one that they wanted all along. And so I'm, you know. Right, and the Red Sox return that, you know, vaunted outfield. Oh, it's just an unbelievable outfield. 
and addition by a big subtraction, they uh, no longer have Panda at third base. Right, right. So, but there's, you know, for the Red Sox, big question marks at third base and at catcher. Do you think a full season of Sonny Leone at catcher will factor into their greater success? I think so. I mean, I have the Red Sox winning over the Yankees uh, by a game, just, you know, not by much, but... Um, Number of wins? 95, which is a lot. You know, and I have, but I have the Yankees winning 94, and I have the Blue Jays being competitive throughout the uh, throughout the year. See, I'm I'm going the opposite on the Blue Jays. I kind of think that without Joey Bats, uh, and we'll talk about collusion a little bit later as well. Without Joey Bats, they may be a better team. That's true. No, that's true. But you know, they lose a lot of clubhouse leadership, and now with Donaldson, and a lot of and a lot of clubhouse alienation. That's true. But in that same respect, the the Strowman situation in the offseason uh, seems very detrimental because he was such a rah-rah guy for them. Um, He's a pitcher. <laughs> uh, so you, you, where do you see Toronto finishing and with how many wins? I see him finishing third uh, with 86 wins. Huh? That's right, but not good enough for the postseason. Uh, no, that makes that ekes them in as the second wild card. Really? Yes. All right. And then uh, the Rays and Baltimore. Uh, going to be a rough season for both. I think uh, Machado and Britain will both be gone before they won't be Orioles at the end of the season. And um, the, if they have any sense, they you know, the Orioles, uh, and they don't all – I mean, their manager does, but their ownership often doesn't. Uh, and I, I think I have the Orioles winning 73 games, the Rays – with 71 they've all they're they're going to trade archer too i mean they uh i th- i think this before this the trade seat or the trade deadline this year we're going to see more big names move than you usually do yeah oh well, i agree there's going to be a lot of great rentals available right uh come the end of july um uh or august or yeah both of them at this point so yeah. many you know waiver right, waiver right. trades have been happening in recent years um yeah, I you know with the with the Yankees, the pitching staff still has a lot of question marks for me. I am giving them the division and I have them at 96 wins. I think they'll slug their way to five more wins this year and win the division. But, you know, can Tanaka stay healthy? As we've talked about CC is all, is a whole different version of himself. Right, I I I'm way up on CC now. Yeah, and then, you know, Sonny Gray for a full season. Do you think he makes it a full season? We'll see. Yeah, and then uh, Neil Walker. I thought that was a good kind of old school Yankee signing, a Scott Brocious type utility player. Um, yeah, with uh, now, what's his name? Who, their number one pitcher is uh, Severino. Yeah, Severino. I mean, and a lot depends on him. Yeah, and with Baltimore, I agree they're getting old really quick. And and even though they added Cobb, it's not nearly enough no. to compete in that division. Um, so I have the Yankees first. I have Boston uh, second with 92 wins. Uh, Tampa Bay, I think they come out the same. I think they stay in third um, with 80. Uh, Baltimore 74, and then Toronto with 73 because I really think that they're going to fall off and have a fire sale. Uh, again, that pitching is good enough to prove me wrong, but you know, you're looking at an outfield of Granderson, Pilar, and Grigic. Look exactly. at their infield, though. Yep, Donaldson and Tulowitzki smoking uh, at first base, but is Tulowitzki going to be able to play? Well, a full that's season? true. I mean, uh, the uh, he's played more percentage wise with uh, in Toronto than he did in Colorado. Yeah, that's true, and interesting because he's playing on the on the artificial stuff. Yeah, but they've uh, they're they're not making him play every day. They give him more right. rest, and uh, sure, and he can DH some there. Sure, yeah, and and with. You know Toronto, yeah, I give them seventy three wins because I'm I'm betting that injuries take their toll. All and, right, we really and, disagree there. I have the yeah, Jays, but they could them. easily. But I'm going to give you this: they could easily win eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah, I, I I get that. I I just don't. I see the Rays as getting rid of everybody. I mean, yeah. they have a uh, they have a, a real good core of young players that haven't come up to the big leagues yet. They're they're not that far away, but. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with the Rays, it's still all about the stadium. Yeah, I know. And improvements made. It seems yeah. like yeah, well. they're actually settling on a place. 
Excuse me. And that that place will actually be in Tampa. So. Yeah. All they're right. not there yet, though. Yeah, no, they're not. Um, and, you know, they... I do think, by the way, I've said that they, they have to have a skywalk in Tampa. Yeah, that's yeah. got to be featured. Even if, even if there's... Even if it's not a dome, you know, have a skywalk anyway. <laughs> it, you, you, you carry that over. It's yeah. their version of the green monster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I agree with that. Uh, all right. Now... To the American League Central, the powerhouse American League Central. Uh, give me your uh, uh, give me your big storylines for the AL Central this year. Your your prediction. I'm not sure where you get it being a powerhouse. I think the Indians are as sure a bet as just about anybody in baseball, only because they're in that division. Now, <laughs> I really like the Twins. Buxton is as as exciting a ball player as there is to watch these days uh i uh, he goes all out yeah i he just he lofts the ball in the outfield and he's on third base uh the uh <laughs> he's what everybody predicted him to be half a decade ago uh the uh the indians though i mean and the indians have a lot of uh durability questions uh but they and this is the year they have a lot of uh people that are not going to be Indians next year. Right. But they have an excellent manager who knows how to uh they have as good a one two punch uh from starting pitchers as anybody does. Uh they still have a solid bullpen, even though they've lost some of it. Uh I you know, I, I see the Indians kind of gliding in. Now, I only have them winning ninety two games. Um I'm saying only 92. Uh, and, and at one point when I was uh, about a week ago, I had him at 101. Uh, but just trying to, I was like, well, wait a minute. These these guys can't lose. <laughs> they they got to win more than 45, you know. <laughs> and, I mean, I had to take. Or lose more than 45. No, I had teams, you know, because I had the Indians winning so many games. I had other teams that were just like, oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I go by that, you know, there. Uh, Tommy Lasorda, you know, is famous for saying at the beginning of the season, everybody's already won 50 and lost 50. It's what you do with the other 60 that matters. Yeah. And uh, I, it, it's hard to look at people losing more than 70 games. Uh, you so, start to get into historically bad teams, right? With right. That. Yeah. Right. And whereas, and and as you say, Tankapalooza, uh, there are teams that are historically bad. Um, things have to average out. I don't think there is going to be a necessity for the Indians to win that many games. So, I only have. I mean, and I'm saying only. Uh, you know, how much I wish the other Indian team could win 92 games this year. Um, the, um, but I mean, I think they win fairly easily. I think the twins will be a competitive team. I think they'll make the playoffs with 87 wins. Um, I don't think anybody else in that division does anything. Right. The Indians. Um, I'm still going to put them at 99 wins just because their streak last year proved to me that they just love winning baseball games, but yeah, but you look at their losing streak early in the year, you know. Oh, I know. And I think you take I I'm going to say it averages out, but yeah. because I think Detroit will be I mean remember that last year like Kansas City was kind of hanging around there towards the end. I right. mean, Kansas City last year finished with near, you know, just a game under 500. Detroit is going to be such a punching bag. And so will Chicago still, though I see them having significant gains. But Kansas City is going to be. I don't see. I I think they're signing Mustakas there at the end. Uh, is saying we still want to win baseball games. Um, now they may doesn't be, mean they're going to do it. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> now they still. Uh, what's the name? The pitcher they may still trade uh, midseason. Um, Duffy. Yeah, D- Duffy may still go, and, and that would be a big loss for them. Uh, but I, I still have them, uh, the Royals, winning eighty games. Um, okay. The uh, and and partially because a lot of those games are going to be against the Tigers and the White Sox. Yeah, it'll be easier for them to do. Right. But they're going to be losing more to the Twins because the Twins yeah. are going to improve yeah, this year yeah, by all yeah. accounts, or at least I I certainly think they will. The uh, Indians are not going to improve. 
they're, they're going to be there, you know, and they, they may win the World Series, but they're not going to improve, you know. I mean, how many wins they have last year? 102. Two. All right, they're not going to improve. Well, no, and I haven't, but I haven't winning 99. Okay, so that's exactly. not improving. <laughs> no, I know, but the Twins are going to improve, yes. which means it's going to be harder for the Royals to get wins off of them, and they're not exactly going to sneak and up the, on the, the Twins. The Twins' big problem that they have no depth whatsoever, and, right? Uh, and over the course of a season, a couple of players go down, and the Twins are, you know, they're struggling to win against the Sox, White Sox. <laughs> right. Um, how much do you think the Dozier contract situation is a distraction for the Twins? Or do we overvalue clubhouse distractions in Major League Baseball? I think it, I think it depends on the personalities of the people involved, the, the entire team and the people like Dozier. And I don't know with that. Uh, looking at the Braves, if you want to look at their history— uh, when Horner was, when Bob Horner was holding out and having all sorts of problems, that affected the Braves. It did, but during the glory years of the '90s, nothing affected them. Uh, and Glavin sure. and Maddox and Smoltz didn't let it happen. Uh, it was, there was different personalities. A lot of it had to do with the management. And I mean, there are a lot of things. I, I can't say whether Stroman or Dozier or Fultonavich or people that lost arbitration things, or whether it's going to affect them. I think baseball all in all is a lot more professional than it was in the past. As now everybody's a millionaire and uh, it's right. a business uh, that uh, I don't think you have as many people pouting. You know, I, I don't think there are as many Odell Beckhams in uh, baseball. Sure, yeah. Or certainly like the NBA, right? <laughs> Much smaller clubhouse, so the distractions are a lot louder. Yeah, one person is like a fifth of your team, you know. Being... <laughs> <laughs> Which we're actually going to get to that situation with Detroit. Yeah. Um, but uh, before I give my thoughts on that, I just wanted to talk about the Indians because you know we 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 were talking before the show about there are a lot of teams that are on kind of the last hurrah, the last waltz. Toronto, for example, and just. Cleveland, as you alluded to, uh, Miller, Tomlin, Allen, Chisenhall, and Brantley, all free agents uh, in the offseason. Although Brantley, does he ever play baseball again? I know, I know. I mean, that's (laughs) one of those longevity or, you know, the durability questions that they have. But certainly they're not in the World Series, you know, two years ago without Miller. That's You heard it here first. Um, but beyond that, they have, uh, you know, Lindor is arbitration eligible. Same for Bauer, same for Salazar. Um, They'll pay the arbitration things. They yeah. will, but that, that you know, will preclude, will not allow them to, to keep, you know, somebody's going to have to go. You know, they've already so. lost a, a bunch of that bullpen. Yep, that's true. Uh, and something I didn't realize is that Kluber is signed through 2021 at an average of $13 million a year. What a deal. That might be the most friendly contract in baseball for a, a what two-time is Carrasco Cy, Cy for? winner. What does Carrasco sign for? Uh, Carrasco is – stand by. Uh, Carrasco is through 2020. They have club options in 19 and 20. So yeah, There you go. Um, yeah. Um, again, if they can stay healthy. Uh, something else about the Twins, though. They can spend in 2018 uh, offseason because they they will no longer have Joe Maurer under that albatross. Whether contract. they will or not is a different story. Sure. But they added Lynn. They added Lynn. Right. So that's there's a little more depth to that pitching. I think the White Sox could be one of the most interesting teams of the year. I, that's where my rookie of the year is coming from. They could be interesting. They have no pitching. You still think they're a year away or two years away? Two. That's true, but I would be really excited to see uh, Coppage, their yeah. uh, their big right-handed stud prospect who is very Thor-esque. Right. I I, th- I mean, but he's not going to come up and start and win twenty games from you know in the beginning. It, it's going to take. I mean, they may be, win a lot more games next year, but they're at least a couple of years away. Yeah, they won 67 last year. I have them winning 71, the White Sox. I have them winning 66. Oh, the decline. Well, yeah, by a a game, and and that's because I think the Twins are going to be that much better. Yeah. uh, But I don't have the Twins winning. I mean, I don't have them winning 87. 
but yeah. I have the, you know, I have them. I have them improving to ninety. They're they're a surefire wild card this Who's year. Who's losing? Well, <laughs> we're, we're getting to that. Um, I mean, the Royals. I'm having them winning. Only, the, the Royals only win seventy five, okay. which is less five less than last year. White Sox improve. Tigers will remain the punching bag with a mere sixty three wins. Um, a couple more things on Kansas City. The Mustakis free agent disaster. Has anyone played their free agent hand as poorly as Mustakis, or is this? Oh the big... yes, there have been people that yeah. have played their uh, their hand awful. I mean, they're, they're, I forgot who it was. Uh, it was a second baseman for the Red Sox several years ago. It was offered grillions of dollars, and he, nobody signed him. He ended up sign, signing for like next to nothing. I, uh, there have been a lot of people that have played it worse than he has. Right, but if he had just taken the qualifying offer, he would have oh, made yeah. him I know, I know. eighteen mil, and now he's making five, right, <laughs> five and right. a half. I think no one's gonna cry for him, mind you. But um, lots of one-year deals on uh, Kansas City as well. So exactly, and I and uh, I have them winning eighty games, uh, but partially because uh, partially because I think the Tigers and the uh, White Sox will be very poor. I also think they're gonna be play. It's they have so many one-year deals. They're like a team that is all, all playing for a paycheck. Yeah, everybody on that team is playing for a contract next year, and that's going to be a very hungry team. Yeah, the all mercenary team. Right, right. I like it. There's, there's a fun new twist on an identity. All right, Detroit. I just, I have to, I have to share these with you because they crack me up so much, and this breaks my heart because yeah, I've been say, such a Detroit supporter for so long. Right. <laughs> they have $55 million paid to two players each each year for the next three years with Zimmerman and Miggy. They have $14 million that they're paying per year the next two years for a guy who currently pitches in Houston. <laughs> Miguel Cabrera is signed through 2024. He's currently 35. He has 15 years of experience already under his belt. So this is year 16 for Miggy. When he turns 42, he'll be making $30 million. And probably by the time he turns 43, he'll be in the Hall of Fame because <laughs> he will have retired several years prior to that. Oh, uh, my God. The, uh, it's just incredible. If Zimmerman is such a big question mark for the Tigers, if he's healthy, that, I, I Fulmer, I'm real high on. I think Fulmer is a... a what what he went something like thirteen games last year before he gave up a home run, gave up the least amount of home runs of any player and uh, any uh, starting pitcher over a certain amount of innings. Uh, I, I've seen him a couple of times this spring, and he's just completely dominant. Knows how to stay in a game, uh, keep his pitch count down. If they could have Zimmerman uh, stay healthy, uh, insane. Uh, that would be a tremendous one-two punch, and they still. I mean, as you, you know, Miggy's going to get his hits when he's healthy, you know, and he seems healthier and in better shape than he's been in a couple of years. Uh, I don't think Martinez is going to. Victor will play more than a hundred games. Uh, well, he'll be off the books come yeah, next year. Right, That's right. a good thing for them. I right. mean, the the truth is. Last year, you know, the the 64 win Tigers of last year are an aber, an aberration because of that team just quit. I right. mean, they just they, quit. They did. And you see, I think they uh having people like Upton go, I think may have helped them. Yeah. Yep. I mean, That's and, true. uh I mean, as you say, the the end of the last half of the season was uh it was miserable. I mean, to have been a Tiger fan, that was awful. I yeah. think Gardenheimer, Gardenheimer, God, I can't say Gardenheimer, Gardenheimer, yeah. uh, helps them. I mean, I think he's a real average man. You know, he's not going to be anything exceptional as a manager, but he's very good at managing bad teams. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I forgot Cabrera is actually through twenty twenty five. Yeah, he right. has a vesting option. Well, those vesting options, I'm gonna. I'm going to say right now, probably won't come to fruition. You think? Yeah. Um, Give it to his son. (laughs) Um, If you look at, uh, I mean, if you look at their their depth, I mean, you just wonder where where are the runs going to come from? 
You know, Kinsler's no longer there. They trade traded J D Martinez last year. Who's the year. outfielder that hit real well for them at the end of the season? Uh, Matuk. No, no, he's their center fielder. The uh, uh, maybe, uh, Lenny's Martin. No, no, that was uh, a free agent sign. Their projected starting lineup, but uh, Castellanos. Maybe it was. How much? Did, uh, what did he hit last year? They had somebody hit a bunch of dingers at the end of the season. Well, and nobody was paying attention because you know yeah, he was like the only person doing anything on that Ma, team. Matuk had a good end of the year. He had seventeen when it was all said and done. But he's not who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Matuk's Ca- not a bad player. No, Castellanos had twenty eight home runs on the year. Yeah, that's their outfield. I mean, yeah. I don't know where else to tell you. To, yeah, to look, <laughs> it, it must be. I mean, and he's come back fourth, I think, for him. Sure. But I mean, so I I have sixty four wins, sixty three wins. I have them lose, you know, still being a punching bag. But I could be dead wrong. I have them winning sixty nine, and I think this is the first time in like four years I've had the Tigers winning more games than you do. Yeah, it, easily. But three of my teams that I've been you know vocal sideline supporters are all going to factor into nothing this year: the the Pirates, Tigers, and the Mariners. So, and speaking of which. The American League West, home of the defending World Series champion Houston Astros. How does the AL West play out in 2018, good sir? Um, not very interesting. I think Agreed. one of uh, <laughs> the least compelling division races in baseball. I'm not buying into the Angels uh, only because the Korean Babe Ruth is not has not looked like the Korean Babe Ruth yet. Japan. Or Japanese Babe yeah. Ruth. Yeah, sorry. Korean Babe Ruth's on the Twins. Yeah. And he also doesn't look anything yeah, right, like right. American Babe Ruth. <laughs> right. um, the, uh, I, I really like the the third baseman that they got from the Reds. Um, what, what Cozart? Oh, uh, with the Angels, yeah, yeah. Cozart. They, yeah, they Cozart. Have, they have the heavy, the heavy metal infield. Yeah, and well, I mean, because they shift about as much as anybody, and uh, with Andrelton and Cozart, you know, that gives. Uh, you know, I read somewhere recently where people were talking uh, if the shifts had gone on uh, twenty years earlier, Scott Rowland would have been a first ballot hall of famer right uh no joke and uh but having cozart and uh, andleton on the left side of the infield that that could be very exciting it could i mean uh there and they still have a guy in center field who's pretty good uh, <laughs> uh but who you're projecting goes only higher the uh i but the astros are going to win 101 games yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, if the Astros are able to do to Cole what they were able to do to Verlander with his uh, the uh, the spin rate on his breaking ball, oh my goodness! Just his mechanics, period. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, and apparently they have uh, a pitching coach that really works on spin rates and everything, and really did help uh, Verlander's slider. I mean, it seemed to turn. I mean, he's. He's a number one again, yeah. And Cole, if they're able to do something like they, uh, I, you know, the rest of the team, you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, and you got an, a, another year of Bregman, you know, yeah. Who, oh, yeah, you know, but he he could be maybe victim of a sophomore slump. Um, I don't think he will be. I don't either. Uh, they got too many because they don't count on him. Yeah, you know, uh, and I do think. Uh, now I will say where I'm saying this is an uncompelling uh, division. I do think the two best players in baseball are in that division. Yeah, and you know Altuve getting paid. I'm assuming you're going Trout yeah. Altuve yes, with those yes. two best. Uh, Pujols, no, no, you were not so much. Um, <laughs> not much consideration even. Um, but Altuve, they have they have him locked up now to a. Uh, appropriate contract right, right. for you know one of the top three players position players in the game and i think that altuve is driven by something that uh not a lot of even superstars have you know call it the napoleon yeah complex. i was gonna say yeah. a napoleonic complex sure but, but he's gonna want to win and that just 
because of how competitive he is and how much of a I have to always prove myself. And so I think they could easily repeat more than any other uh, defending champ. If you're looking at uh, in recent years, a player winning a, um, a statistical award, the I think the two best locks for a statistical award, well, not three. If uh, Altuve's batting champ, you know, I, I'm sorry, Mike Trout, but you, uh, <laughs> Altuve's the batting champ. If you're going to like make a bet on it uh, right now in Vegas, and uh, Kershaw is the ERA champ. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Pending injury. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I mean, see, he can be the ERA champ even if he only you know pitches 25 games. Sure. Uh, you know, he just Good never. Point. Uh, whereas, I mean, I think your other statistical leader, I think Thor gets the most strikeouts if he's healthy. You know, but right. th- that's a different story. Right. 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 Certainly. Looking at looking at the rest of the division real quick. I, yeah. I, I'm 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 right there with you. This doesn't feel compelling, but Oakland. I have them winning more than the Rangers. Really? Yes. I see. I'm. I'm. I'm feeling high on the Rangers for some reason. No. I'm not. Talk, talk me off of the Rangers. Talk me on them. Uh, I don't know. Final season of Beltre. Uh, the freak experiments. You still have Cole Hamels. You still have a a, a manager that's had postseason success in the recent years. So, I've never been a fan of Cole Hamels. Uh, and as you said, the last year of Beltre. I mean, it's the last year. I mean, uh, right. I, you know, I, I, uh, I get what I'm saying there. The yeah. freak. Are you really thinking this guy is going to change things? I mean, they're they're counting. No, on, I don't think he's going to change things. It's just an interesting wrinkle in the team. But I mean, their number one pitcher may be Fister. You know, <laughs> uh, I don't. I just, I don't see anything really compelling about them. Reclamation project, Mike Miner. Well, Miner, yeah, but they're going to make him a starter again. Well, here's the thing, and he was a good reliever last year. But you, you, you have, you know, a developing, you know, super prospect hitter in Gallo. You still have Andrews and and Odor at the Keystone. Just a, a question for you, Jerickson Profar. He was somewhat of a sensation a couple years ago. Do you think he's Legit. Will he have a legit season this year? I hope so. I mean, uh, you know, maybe he could be this year's Brian Buxton. You know, uh, Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. All right. So uh, he's. I, I think he's liable to be with another team before. Tell me exactly how this ragtag bunch of Oakland A's wins more games than two other teams in this division. No, I haven't just winning more games than the Rangers. I have oh, the okay. Mariners winning more games than them, but just two more games. And it's <laughs> uh, only because I think the A's are, they know how to win with nobody. <laughs> well, certainly with the A's, it's the same as the Rays. They're all about that stadium. And, right. you know, hey, Warriors are going to leave. The Raiders are all but gone to Vegas at this point. It looks like they're going to buy out the debt of the Coliseum and just own it. Right. That's a pretty good move. Oh, but then they'd have to play there. Yeah, but then they can they can do whatever they need to do to redevelop the they can be building the other stadium right next door to the current one and still have plenty of parking. You know? That's true. That's true. But, well, you know, and, and I, I hope they do. I mean, you know. Uh, Slap a ballpark village around it, a la the battery. There you go. You're good to go. All right. Rooted in Oakland. Here we come. What of Seattle? I and Let me say also, I think the A's are going to benefit uh, by the decline of the Giants this year, too. Oh really? In in what sense? That you're tipping your hand on the national right, right. I but get, like you know, I, so I, I see, I see in cities that have two major league teams, and I I know Oakland and uh, the in San Francisco are two different cities, but um, teams that are like that, you very seldom have two teams do well in uh, in one city. 
and uh, for whatever. I mean, there aren't a whole lot of subway series. I know there's not a subway there, but uh, the Barton series, yeah, yeah, um, the yacht series, right? Uh, but so yeah, I just uh, I think there's liable to be some. There's going to be fan interest with it. The A's have a fan base. You know, they really very do. dedicated to that to that degree. One right. of our favorites, Kate Fratar, she actually wrote an article for the Running the Bases website. Shout out to Kate Fratar, one of the best A's fans that that I know. But yeah, go on. Well, and I I just I you know that I you know, I'm only saying they're going to win 72 games. It's not like I'm I have them beating down, you know, the pennant. Uh they're still going <laughs> to lose 90, you know, at that rate, but I'm just saying that's more than the Rangers. Yeah. Well, my my I'm starting to feel like my biggest miscalculation is the Rangers, but I have the A's losing uh seven more games than they did last year. So they're they're, they're only going to win 68. And then what of Seattle? Boy, uh they try. They sure do and they spend money in their efforts to their to their credit. And they have enough veteran ball players to win 76 games. That's exactly how many I gave them. But. Let let me uh, let me ask you a couple of thoughts about the future of the Mariners. Uh, right now, they are paying. Uh, they have the combo albatross of Cano and Felix for uh, the next few years. Uh, King Felix making an average of twenty-seven million dollars until he becomes uh, a free agent. In two years, King Felix is only 32. Do you see him having like a Verlander resurgence somewhere else? Like, is he is he a, a big trade target this year? Uh, I don't see him being Verlander. Verlander has been an exception his whole career. He was somebody that was going from 96 to 98 in the uh, eighth inning, you know, and and just getting stronger and stronger throwing you know Walter Johnson like gas uh and he is still a power pitcher he just has uh a resurgent uh slider now uh i think king felix's best uh scenario is to try and become a cc which he would be more prone to do cuz he's always been really relying on his changeup. Right. That's like uh, his strongest pitch. So, I mean, and in that sense, if he shows an inclination to change a little bit and uh, a little bit more as a pitcher, um, the uh, he certainly is somebody that is beloved in the community, the clubhouse and everything else. He would be uh, all sorts of teams would like to pick up an individual like that if they can do it uh, at the right amount of money and stuff. Right. I the, the the story for the Mariners is that Suzuki's back. Yeah. I oh, mean man. that Ichiro's back. That's that's the story. Yeah, great article about Ichiro and SI about, you know, how dedicated he is to just being a hitter and how devastating it was for him to to not have a team so late in the offseason. Do you think that uh Ichiro plays till he's 50? He's 44 right now. No. No, I'm. So, uh, no. They are going to have to drag him off the field. You realize this? <laughs> yeah, that may happen. But does he, he? He may go back to Japan and play. You know? Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, that that would seem like the most fitting end to his career, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, about these Mariners, and I'm 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 with you right on the line. If they win 76 games this year, they do have Mike Leake. And they had James Paxton, who was one of the best pitchers in the second half of last year. Sub-3 ERA. Uh, don't know where he came from. But you look at their lineup, I mean, it's still a That's potent what I'm saying. one, one they, through five. They have enough yeah. veterans to win 76 games, to you know, to be pushing 500. Uh, are they going to be, like, knocking on Houston's door? Well, not Houston's door, but what about a wild card door? Well, even a wild card door. That I I don't see. You know, I'm not buying into the Angels being. I mean, there are people that have the Angels really competing. I, I think the Angels are going to get. They're not going to make an all uh, a wild card berth. But uh, oh, you know. absolutely not. I mean, the Angels. We we didn't talk about it much, but where is their pitching coming from? Right, right. 
Where do they? They should trade for King Felix, really. Well, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're hoping Otani comes around and is uh, a viable number one for them. You know, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I think they're a fun team to watch because they have some great ball players. Well, and you know, with Mike Trout, uh, your counter to my Corey Kluber argument of the best contract in baseball for its team is Mike Trout because he's signed. <laughs> yeah, he's signed through all the arbitration and everything else. Um, one last thing on the Mariners here, Mike Zanino. Um, he was, you know, top three draft pick. He was gonna be their their big anchor for their team. Uh, for the foreseeable future and just has never produced as he was projected to. Uh, do you think it's time to, to move on from Mike Zanino? He's only 20, he's only 27, only 27 though. And has not really produced, uh, right. The, uh, he might be an interesting trade, uh, bait. Yeah. He's their version of Michael Brantley, but only because of not having produced. All right. Now, the awards for the American League, starting with MVP. All right. I'm a fool if I don't say Mike Trout. Right, but only, me too. But only just because that's boring, <laughs> uh, I'll take Lindor. Yep. Uh, the, uh, but if I'm betting money on it, I'm going to put it on Mike Trout. Like we said, each year they can go ahead and pre-engrave the AL MVP and the NL Cy Young, and then just change it at the end if they need to. Yeah, he's the LeBron. He really is. And, uh, I mean, uh, don't cry for me, Argentina, but is it? it's a real shame to me even still that, that the Angels haven't been able to... <sighs> Put a team around him right. good enough to win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Put a pitching staff in front of him that's good enough to to win consistently. So. Their offense, they I mean, you know, they're starting eight. They've put people out there. Oh yeah. They and, absolutely and have uh, you know they're no longer saddled with the Hamilton contract. Uh but, no. Texas is yeah. graciously taken that off their right. plate, which Texas is still paying for the next yeah. like three years. They do, however, have that Albert Pujols guy. And he is signed until he's about 44. <laughs> but, I, you know, give him credit. He is still putting up decent numbers. Yeah. You know, as a I DH. Mean, yeah. He's no longer a, a first base option. No. Except in an interleague game. But. but, I mean, and that's one thing that American League can do. I mean, if you look at, people would have looked at the Victor Martinez signing as awful, the the money that the Tigers gave him as a catcher. But they also knew that they could move him into DH. Uh, sure. And so uh, they got a lot more value out of him than a National League team would have. And the Angels have gotten a lot more value out of Pujols than the Cardinals would have. Right. Right, that's that's fair. That's fair. But the Cardinals still win oh, no, <laughs> the overall no. with that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, MVP, I would be dumb uh, to not put Trout. But I got to say, Altuve and Lindor give it a heck of a push. And I'm going to say that Altuve is going to well, repeat. But, okay. And yeah. and I, I'm not going to argue against that either. You know, uh, uh, I, I just I like Lind- watching Lindor play so much, and I, I think the Indians are going to be a story this year. People are going to be, you know, they'll be, you know, everybody's going to want them to win the series, you know, to, uh, having the longest drought and all that sort of stuff. I, I and Lindor is if people are watching him, he's so much fun to watch. But so is Altuve, and so is Trout. Yeah, uh, if you had to pick a dark horse uh, AL MVP, someone who just has a season for the ages. Uh, who would you tab for that? Um, Sanchez on the Yankees. Yeah, interesting. I, and yeah, Sanchez on the Yankees. But it'd have to be a pretty much all stick with that guy. Yeah, well, I mean, the sabermetrics say he's a good catcher. Yeah, I would say I would throw out uh, Abreu with the White Sox or possibly your boy Buxton. Uh, if the Twins win more, uh, why? If the Twins win that division somehow, well. Oh. Yeah, if the Twins run away with the wild card, the top wild card, and Buxton's the reason why, you know, the popularity contest, he may he could be a good candidate for it. Could be, could be. Uh, I don't see a why. I mean, 
in my lifetime, we've had Andre Dawson and Ernie Banks are the <laughs> are only people to win MVPs on a last place team. Oh, well, I don't know who you're... I'm saying the Twins. Yeah, but you had... Uh, what's his name on the White Sox? Oh, Abreu. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that that's true. It's a rarity, but could happen. Abreu's really good at baseball and coming into a contract year of his own. All right. Cy Young. Uh, Carlos Carrasco. All right. Give me your case for Carrasco. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got it all, all the intangibles, but... Man, that guy can't stay healthy for a full season. I, well, I know he's going to have to stay healthy. Obviously, uh, that that will be true of my National League Cy Young Award winner as well. Uh, my, I saw here in Atlanta so often your rotation of pitchers as such. I mean, Kluber's going to open the season, and he'll be facing the Chris Sales and whatnot of in the league, and he'll be uh, more than anyone else lined up against the other team's number one. And that gives Carrasco a lot of, you know, uh, you know I, I saw Glavin and Smoltz win Cy Young Awards uh, when they were on the same team as Greg Maddox. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean... Because uh, they, get, they, get, they get clear shots at the, uh, right. at the second so, line. So, yeah. that, I mean, and, and I'm, I'm just... Uh, you don't have a lot of repeaters as Cy Young Award winners. I mean, uh, to me, the uh, the obvious choice of anybody is Chris Sale. Yeah. Uh, be uh, and and I I thought about what's his name on the Yankees, uh, Severino. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the uh, but uh, I'm I'm just and who knows? You know, it, it might be Charlie Morton on on the Astros. I mean, we we it could be all sorts of people. It could or be JV. Your, could be your boy. <laughs> Uh, the uh, and I'm just I'm going to go out on a limb and take Carrasco. I really like watching him pitch. Now he's going to have to remain healthy. What about As, Fulmer? Fulmer, uh, we I, got I, a Steve I'm, Carlton in the works there, perchance. Well, uh, the uh, I I think is he as good as Steve Carlton? No, I I mean I'm real up on Fulmer. I I uh, but I don't see the Cy Young Award winner coming from the Tigers. Sure. Yeah. Well, I don't see a whole lot of anything coming from the Tigers. <laughs> Not even wins. And it breaks my heart to say that. Still love you, Detroit. All right. Uh, my Cy Young is Chris Sale. I mean, I, I think that he was right there last year. And uh, I think that his uh, his want to, to make amends for a poor outing in the postseason, uh, he's as crazy nuts driven as any pitcher out there. So... Uh, no surprises for me. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Chris Sale. But I think Chris Archer, if he pitches really well and then gets traded and pitches phenomenally well, there's a good dark horse candidate. Have we, have we had uh, a – there has been. Uh, Sutcliffe did. He won the uh, Cy Young after getting traded, didn't he? Uh, I believe – I believe he did. Him and, I mean, Randy Johnson, I think, right? Okay, yeah. Wasn't that the year? I mean, I, I know if they trade leagues, then that's right. kind of cancels you out. But uh, but I, uh, I, I I do think Archer will be traded, and uh, I do think he's good. I, I, uh, I don't see him winning the Cy Young, though. Yeah, neither of us have thrown out a reliever as a, as a dark horse. But I guess we're not – baseball is still – that's such a rarity. You have yeah. to have like well, a see, Gagne-like one, year. One of the things I think – that Sale has over all of the other pitchers uh, is that he stays around in the game. He throws innings, uh, doesn't get hurt, uh, knock on wood. Uh, and he is, I mean, I, I I know, as we were talking about earlier, how wins are devalued. Uh, I, 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 I would bet money that he'll have the most wins of any pitcher because he's in the game so much longer. Sure, sure. Uh, who's your rookie of the year? Austin Hayes. Austin Hayes. Yeah. All right. Bucking bucking the conventional wisdom. I'm going with young Moncada, but give me the case for Austin Hayes. Uh I think first of all, uh Showalter has been very good with exceptional rookie talent. I mean, he's not good with average rookie talent, but he's good with exceptional rookie talent. And I think the uh he will be able to hide behind Mikado. I think he's going to hit a bunch of home runs in Baltimore, and I just see it happening. All right, hey, good, 
good call. I, I, I'm sticking with Moncada full year, uh, a White Sox team that's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, and he's got a lot of protection in the lineup as well, with yeah. uh, especially with that guy, Abreu. Um, comeback player of the year. I didn't pick one uh, right offhand, but um, shoot, it seems like it would have to be an Indian. Michael Brantley. Uh, Brantley, yeah. I mean, uh, would be the... <laughs> Only he's not going to come back. Yeah, I mean, if he remains healthy. I'll go with David Price. That's a good one. I would go with either Carrasco or Salazar, honestly. We, yeah, we right. didn't even mention Salazar in talking about the wealth of riches. Um, and then I know it is the most subjective of all of the major awards, but give me a manager of the year. Um, I'll go with uh, Tito this year. Okay, no, no chance that it goes to to Houston. Oh, it could because I think could. whether Molitor won last year. Do we even remember? Oh, yeah, okay, Molitor did. So, uh, yeah, it could go to Houston. I think I it's mean, Houston's turn. The, in the, yeah, I know. I mean, the the manager is really like a, you know, it's whose turn is it? Uh, yeah, and if the Blue Jays, you know, if the Blue Jays suddenly have a a, a competitive knocking on the door of the wild card, uh, it could be Gibbons. It could be. Aaron Boone just because he's in New York. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's going like to Casey Stengel in the 50s Yankees. I think you and I could coach the the 2018 Yankees to 90 plus wins. But that's just me. Now, our postseason way too early. This is totally stupid predictions. Uh not the division winner wild card spots, but beyond that. Uh run me through your division winners and wild card. Astros, uh Indians, Red Sox, are the division winners. Red Sox last day over the Yankees. Oh, uh, the, exciting. Uh, uh, just one more win. Uh, and uh, so my I have the Yankees and the Twins eking out the Blue Jays, the Twins winning one more game than the Jays. All right. And uh, who do you think wins the American League? Indians. The Indians. Very good. I'm high on the Indians as well. Um, mine are... Uh, I think the Astros are the best team. Yeah. Oh, uh, th- yeah. They're built to dominate in all phases. But if there is a weakness with the Astros, it's the same weakness we saw in the playoffs. Their bullpen. Bullpen. Yeah. Bullpen hasn't changed hardly at all. Right. Haven't added any big significant piece. So, so that's that's going to be their Achilles heel come October once more. But um, Yankees, uh, Indians, and Astros, my division winners, uh, the Twins and the Red Sox taking the wild card, and I too am taking the Indians. I think that. We're having, you know, going back to the Royals in 2015 or Boston Strong in 2013. This is all about the rewriting of history. Right, right. It's time for the Indians to fall. And they they, they, they got rid of Chief Wahoo, so. That's true. So, yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back and do the National League. 